Join Ian Garnick as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world, reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future, and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Are you a leader, a business leader, business owner who's stuck in your consulting services? Maybe you're working too hard, not getting paid enough. We're going to talk about that today, how to triple your fees and with Mandy Elson from Hands Off CEO. Mandy, say hi. Hi. And we're going to talk about becoming an indispensable growth partner, the offer problem most consultants have, the foundational piece being taught that she teaches to get high value services out there, finding your million dollar solution, unlocking the bold promise that you have, how our clients are actually doubling their prices three times in a row, delivering bigger offers and the radical change that you need to do that. And why most scale strategies are not actually scale strategies, as well as why a $50,000 offers actually probably a low ticket offer and how to shift all of that on this garlic marketing show but first this is brought to you by videocastory.com one of the best ways to increase your pricing is through better positioning video case stories can help you do that as well as many more things go to videocastory.com where we can help you collect craft and deliver those all right let's get started so here we are mandy's got an awesome new book it's hands-off CEO and triple your fees and profitably scale an exceptional consulting agency that grows with you. I'm super excited for it because I know it works. I've talked to her clients and we see it work over and over and over again. And she has a lot of happy clients. But And so before we get started, if you want the book, you can go to handsoffceobook.com and we'll talk about some special offers that she has for our audience. But Mandy, let's, let's talk about the, you know, the types of companies that you are helping right now and some of the success stories that you've had recently. Sure. So who we work with are the companies that are in this transition place where they have had some success and they've gotten to a point where they've become a bit of a victim to their own success. And what they find is that as they're generating more growth, the CEO tends to be working more and more hours and then the company cannot actually run without the CEO and definitely cannot grow without the CEO. So what that looks like is that a lot of con- a lot of compromises have to be made in order for the company to continue growing and that compromise usually looks like the CEO giving up more and more hours of their personal life or have to deal with the quality slipping as the company's growing and that's 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 the problem that we're solving and we tend to we tend to be working with companies that have really complex services, complex services that are, they may be quite technical. It could be in the marketing space and the growth space. It could be in more technical services too. I'll let you jump into, it looks like you've got something to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm sorry. I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm just taking notes here because right. this is a lot of good stuff. Well, what happens is, is that, is that there's just really no good scale models out for how to scale custom services. So this is why I've written this book and I've had for a number of years, we've had people write the book, write the book, write the book. And you know, we, we've just had so many other things going on that it hasn't been a priority and up until now, and we have a different model that turns the old typical scaling model on its head when it comes specifically for these, these custom type of businesses that everyone else says can't be scaled. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because I've run into these businesses all the time and I love them because it it's the complexity is like transforming that complexity into something simple to market. It's one of the best things you can do with customer stories, with case stories. So, and I know you, that's part of your model, but what, before we even get into how you do that, you, I mean, you've grown some offers pretty exponentially with that were still hands-off. Can you give me a few samples? Sure. I'll give you some, some different examples. One of them is actually a client that, that we both have. We've shared client and he, he's a great marketing consultant, has a whole team around him delivering. But the problem was, is that, you know, on the Mark strategies, his name is Mark, his face is on the front of it and he's out there speaking and getting work for that. So what happens is everybody wants Mark. So what's go- so what's going on here is is that he cannot continue scaling without more and more hours and more and more days on the road or on in the air, and what that looks like is a company that just really can't grow, it just stops right. So yeah. what we looked at is that you know how do we be able to get Mark out of the day to day in the company and well the typical the, the typical way of approaching this is just more systems more systems more systems and it's just like. Here's the thing is, is that by the time people come to us, they've all heard the systems thing. They've all worked on all these systems. They, they've hired all these people, but the reality, it doesn't fix the problem. And the problem is, is that what they are actually scaling, what they're actually selling isn't scalable, but it's not scalable for, for different reasons than they think. Gotcha. So, Sorry. <laughs> My computer, I have no idea what's going on, but so you, they're, they're, it's interesting. Yeah. Because I mean, I believe in systems. So it's like, that's throw more systems at it. And and why is that not right? Well, here's the thing is, is that they're actually looking at the problem wrong. And the, the operations are actually one of the, when you're looking at the operations and operational issues and, you know, the amount of time that the CEO is working and the, and the efficiency and all that most most people will look at that and try to solve that as an operational issue. But the problem is, is that 80 or more percent of the actual problems are, are caused in the marketing and selling of the actual service. That's where the problems are started. So we have to, and, and I know that, that I, and this is something you, you really like because so many problems are actually marketing problems and positioning problems. The problem is, is they're positioning this all wrong and they're positioning it based on Mark's expertise. And he knows that, but how do you actually change that? Well, how you change that is it has to be about an outcome. And they're delivering amazing outcomes. But how do you be able to take these outcomes? How do you be able to, to, to simplify it in a way that it actually elevates it? Not in a way that it actually diminishes it and makes it more like a commodity, which is what most models do when they're trying to scale services. They say you need to go down market. They say that you need to lower your prices or you know keep them the same. But the reality is, is that what keeps the CEO stuck in the day-to-day is actually, it's usually a pricing issue is one of the issues. It's And the, the, the reason why they have a pricing issue is because they actually have a promise issue. And the reason why they have a promise issue is because they are not actually clear enough about who they're actually doing the best work in the world for. And they haven't boldly declared that enough. And when you get really clear on who that one client is, who that one painful problem is, what that one painful problem is, and what that really clear outcome is, this is where you can go and have really massive increases. And for Mark, they were able to actually increase their prices 600%. 
This was during COVID. This is when all their, when their banking clients were freaking out and they didn't want to invest anymore. They went and they raised their prices 600%. They're now charging six figures for their services. And their clients said yes when they said no before to the lower price point around between 10 and $30,000. And they were wow. selling these individual little things before. And now it's the big Huna and they're delivering massive, massive results. And it's actually easier to scale. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, it, it, it seems like it shouldn't make sense, but it does. Because in the end, sell, right, selling to a $30,000 a $30, package, instead charging $120,000 and putting a little more work into it, or $180,000 is a lot easier to scale. <laughs> well, it, but in his case, it's actually, they weren't putting any more work into it. And it actually was less work because oh, every, because wow. what would happen is that they would sell, they'd sell a service. And, you know, with the, here's the problem with these little introductory services is that guess what? You got to sell the next one and the next one and the next one. And there's like a gap between each one where they say, well, you know, we need to go do this thing first. And then before you know it, you put the same amount of work in that you would put in for, for much longer service. You've delivered half the results that you otherwise would have, if you would have just had like the ongoing retainer with the client. And the client has, has paid dramatically less because they haven't gotten as much value. You have to be able to package it in a way where it's about the result that the client is going to get, where you're bringing them an expansive vision that they can't find anywhere else. And they're willing to pay significantly more. That's, and so, I mean, essentially what you're saying is you're coming down to an offer problem. Exactly. Right. It's, it, it is, it's an offer problem. And, but, but if you're looking at operations from the problem of, we don't have the right team, we don't have the right systems. We don't have all the, like, we need more of these systems, systems for what? Yeah. If you have, if you have services all over the place, how are you going to be able to systematize that? You can't, it's just too wildly all over the place. And how do you even know which team you need? If you don't know which systems and processes you need, it's like, it's so, so it's all comes down to what is the actual foundation of what the business is going to scale based upon, which is the offer. And unless mm -hmm. you get that right, nothing else is going to work as far as the, the rest of the company without the CEO. So what ends up happening is, is that unworkability, the CEO has to be there sticking their fingers in all the, the all the, the, the holes in the dam because there's not the structural integrity in the company without them because they haven't done this foundational piece and no one knows to do this foundational piece. And the ones that kind of know that what they're, what they're teaching doesn't actually work for high ticket services that are really exceptional. It works for the lower end stuff that the, the more of the commoditized services, but not when you're actually delivering like impact that's like in the million dollar value plus. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of the things I, 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 you know, this can be a completely separate discussion, but I kind of been pushing away from people saying, like, we don't use that word high ticket. I say high value. Because I always think of like high ticket as like, this is when people are selling, it's a transactional thing. How do you feel about that? Just, I mean, it's just I think that I, I value. I think that's a, that's, that's a good distinction. I prefer that too. Yeah. I guess I, like I, we're seeing all these people sell high tickets, you know, offers or how to do high ticket offers. I'm like, 
But that seems to me like I'm spying one thing and it's a transaction versus value and bringing value back and forth, which is what you're talking about here is that you have to have a very valuable offer. Well, it's about being a growth partner. It's about being indispensable to your client where they couldn't possibly want to work with anyone else. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) Well, and because when you're, when you show up that way, when your website shows up that way, and we're currently doing a rebranding right now to better represent the work that we're actually doing. <laughs> and, but, but when you show up that way, you magnetize the right types of clients to you. It doesn't mean that it's magic. Like you still have to do work, but the, what happens is that when you're doing your marketing, you have an awareness problem rather than I'm trying to hard sell someone because what we have isn't that special. Yes. And, and yes. This is where this is where your case stories come in. And I love this is what you guys do because what you're actually doing is you're sharing these emotional stories that have the proof that backs up these statements, that backs up like having the, the, this really bold, bold promise that, that you can come in as this growth partner, but then actually being able to tell stories about other people who've experienced that. That's so powerful. That's the the way to be able to market to these type of clients who have the cash to spend. And they, they really want someone who can do an exceptional job. Yep. Oh yeah. And if it is about belief, that's why, but it's also, I, you know, it's, it's finding that value that you bring. How do you help people find the value and then amplify it? Right. Well, the best way is to look at, look at history. It's to look at what have you already done in the past and what, what were the, what have you, what have you done in the past? What were the the circumstances that were there that allowed you to be able to create those results? What did you need to have in place in order to do that? And then what clients did you work with that were like a disaster (laughs) and you can learn from those and understand, well, we have to have these things in place. So for us, we have to have clients that are delivering value that's that they're delivering million dollar type of solutions. Like it, it, anything less than that, it just doesn't make sense. We, we can't deliver the kind of outcome that we want because we want to be able to help our clients add multiple millions of dollars of growth and hundreds of thousands of dollars of extra profit. So like that's the minimum standard for us. So really what it comes, so to answer your question is looking at what is your minimum standard? And then, and by the way, that minimum standards goes up every year. So where that looks like for us is in our, our scale to freedom tribe with where, where we're doing the majority of our work with our clients, they have to have million dollar companies already. They have to have teams already. And, you know, now every now and then we'll do offer work with companies a little bit lower than that, you know, half a million up, but that's like, that's only for a 90 day type of engagement to help them get to a point where they actually can. But we, we say no to a lot of companies. And we say no to a lot more companies that we say yes to. And this is where the, this is what we find makes the biggest difference for our clients is that when they get into that mindset, they're, they're there to disqualify a potential client as opposed to begging them to work with them. And when they're positioned as such that these are the kind of, these are the kind of results that we can create, you know, here's some case stories that we have of other clients who've experienced this. Let's look and see if this is something that we could do for you or not. Like it's a much more powerful place to be in and it's say, we can do this and we can do this and we can do this for you. Please hire us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've seen so many people get trapped in that. Let's add more service. Let's add more service instead of adding more value. Like you're talking right. about to the right, right people. And you've, I mean, 
you've created offers you were seeing up to a million dollars? Yes. Yes. About 25% of our clients right now are, are in our clients incoming now are selling million dollar type of offers now. And so what this looks like is they're coming in and about, and, and at least half of them are now selling six figure offers. So what that looks like is that, so, so if, if our clients are selling services in the, let's say that they're selling 30 to $60,000 packages, right? Then what that's going to look like is that they're usually going to be selling 125 on up to maybe 250 the first round of that. We've had some clients who've gone through this irresistible offer intensive process and have doubled their prices three times. <laughs> so, right. And, and that's the thing is like, we're constantly going through this process ourselves too, and to be able to dial in. And, and this is the, this is the way to actually increase your prices with integrity. Nobody owes you anything. You don't, they don't, you don't deserve to make more money. That's not how it works. How it works is that you're actually there to deliver a bigger outcome for your clients and they're there and they're there to support you're there to support them with that outcome. I have a vacuum that's running in my background. I have to just stop it. Just one second. <laughs> All right. So the way to actually increase your fees in a way that's ethical and in a way that actually has integrity is to be focusing on the actual results that the clients get and you and being paid based on the kind of impact that you can make for a client versus like this, this belief of like that I deserve more or that, you know, I have been in this industry for 20 years. Like it's an entitlement perspective. You don't actually, no one owes you anything. Mm-hmm. You could be doing this for 20 years and be terrible at what you do versus <laughs> someone who could come into your, the industry has been there for two years and has figured something out to, that can generate results much faster and can get paid more. It's the ultimate leveling field when you look at your work in this way, but it doesn't work for everyone. The ones who have mediocre services, this is, they can price the, oh, well, we're going to do 10% increase. Ooh, you know, we might lose some clients over it. Those are the, like, this is taking a radically different approach to actually being that growth partner. And then when you do that, then your clients are actually excited about it because they're seeing all these, all these different things that you're bringing to the table and that you're actually standing by that work with them. Hmm. Yeah, it's a definitely a shift. And, you know, you, you, you mentioned agencies, consulting agencies, tech. Does Is there an industry, a consulting industry that this doesn't work for? It doesn't work for, com- it doesn't work for, for those in the industry that are just like a production house that's just turning the crank and that they're, they're not really in it to, to necessarily have a transformation. These type of companies are going to be, they're going to be weeded out with technology and outsourcing. They already are. Mm-hmm. But the, the companies that are, are committed to, you know, we just want to design really nice websites and they're not worried. They're not really concerned about how it's going to actually impact the growth of the company. Or I'm sure you, you see this in your industry, Ian, where there, there are tons of video production companies out there that are just producing videos without a thought to how it's actually impacting the growth of the company. I mean, you see that all over, I'm sure. All over. Well, and yeah. And, you know, yeah, I, I can get into it, but it's, you know, they're thinking about either volume of outputs or, you know, you know, the wrong metrics. 
and yes. they're like you, you know they're thinking of their own like the f- filmmakers are thinking of the filmmaking metrics like color and sound and and making a beautiful film which is nice but those things just don't impact and it's 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 so i think that's a great thing that, because i think a lot of these technicians are looking at the stuff that may t- might technically improve them without actually adding impact you know this is something that i saw when i was a graphic designer too and that that, that was my first business graphic design web design branding and i really wanted to to approach it from the business angle and i had less business experience. I had the business experience from hands-on being in a, being a manager at a business. I had experience from, you know, making a lot of money for that business and just kind of having that savvy from growing up in an, on, in more of an entrepreneurial family and, you know, just starting businesses from the time I was really little, but I saw it very different than the people who had been trained classically as graphic designers who got very precious about their designs mm-hmm. and, they were not thinking about it the way that the client was thinking about it. And I learned very quickly that I had an ability to talk to clients that was very different than the way that they talked to clients. And it gave me a real leg up very early in in my journey in that business. And it's what ultimately led me to hands-off CEO where I, where I, I really craved to make an even bigger impact. That's great. I mean, it's a great story and it's, it's a good story for people to realize is that, often they're just way too close to their business. And that's why they need someone like you and a book like this. And I, I'm sure the book is amazing. I think everyone should read it, but also like having someone on the outside of your business if, in each of these capacities is invaluable because I've talked to so many people and I'm too close to my business. It's not just me. I mean, I talk to other people about my marketing and other things because we're all just too close to our business. Well, and I think this is like, it's so important. It's so true. And, you know, there's a reason why 80% of our clients are actually marketing agencies. And, and these are marketing experts, some of the best marketing experts in the world. They're good. They're bringing, they're, they're delivering like multi-million dollar outcomes for their clients. But the problem is, is that you get so close to own your own marketing, like you were saying, that you're not seeing the blind spots. And even if you are, I mean, is it really that can you actually solve them when you're looking at it the same way you've been looking at it for the past 10 years? Yeah, no, it's just, no. Yeah. yeah. So, and it, it, it is different. It's not just about marketing. It's the, the whole big picture of how do you actually scale the company? How do you be able to, and, and to be able to scale a service company, it requires looking at it from operations, sales and marketing all together and how the whole company is positioned and the most scale strategies, and I'm going to put that in, in quotes, scale strategies are not actual scale strategies. What they are is they are operating systems that might show you how to like to manage agreements, how to manage the core values. They'll tell you that I'll show it, it'll be a place to, to manage your, your plan. And it, it but it, it's not the actual strategy and mm-hmm. it doesn't actually take a look at the impact between operations sales and marketing. And when, unless you look at that, and unless you can actually extrapolate that to your team as well, your company will not be able to scale. It will not be able to scale profitably. And you really need to have that foundation in place for it's all work. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, and things are changing so fast that I think that this model of being the highly paid consulting versus the, the big machine 
you know, I, originally when I started, I want to be the big machine. And I think that that's going by the wayside really, really fast if, as far as, you right. know, I, and I see some consolidation and companies like this that are technically very different and, but need to pr- provide that offer is the model that has to be there. Unless you are this person who has this scaling genius of very low ticket offers, which I think is less people than we think. Right. Yeah. The low ticket offers scaling. And, and here's the thing is too, is that like low ticket, high ticket, you mentioned something about this before. And I think there's a real misconception around this because there, there are some industries that high ticket would be considered like 30 to $50,000 for your mm-hmm. engagement. That would be considered quite low ticket for, for the consulting world that we're in. That's like chump change. So I would encourage people listening to actually recalibrate your thinking about what is expensive and, and how you do that is to move into markets where what you're doing is a bargain basically, because you're, you're delivering such a great result. I mean, you could charge three times as much and it's still a bargain because of how much value you can produce and that under those, those circumstances for those right type of clients. I love that taking lots of notes here. I think that it's an important, important mindset shift because people do get stuck in the wrong market and it gives you bad market feedback. I see this all the time because they're like, you're like their market's telling them they're too expensive. And so they're trying to figure out ways to systematize getting lower and lower. I've done it myself, right? right. Systematize into lower pricing or adding services instead of going, hey, I'm really good at this. Let me find someone where I can make an impact that's worth a million dollars, like you said, or or more. And and that's crucial. So, uh, you know, talk to me a little bit about the book, what's in it, what, what part of it's in it, and and you've got an executive, a smaller version of the book for free too, correct? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the book title again is The Hands-Off CEO, Triple Your Fees and Profitably Scale, an Exceptional Consulting Agency That Grows Without You. And what it covers is this topic. Everything that we've talked about, it, it, it talks about also how to be able to, like, what are the parts, how, how do you actually exit yourself out of the day-to-day in your business? And there's a, there's a consulting agency scalability checklist that shows you how to safely exit yourself from, from the leadership in each areas of these and, and then how to be able to do so safely. The book goes into all the, the details on that. And really how to sustainably add millions of dollars of growth to your service company. This is based on when, you know, we're in our 11th year of business, plus that the service company that I owned before this, we've walked, you know, really over a hundred companies through this, through at least parts of this process. And we've had dozens that have gone through this whole process. This is a proven process. It works. It works for every consulting agency that actually wants, that's willing to stand by their results and they have really great results. And, and I would also say if there's a consulting agency that doesn't have really great results, it's still a great thing to buy and you use that to inspire yourself to get really good results. <laughs> but, but you mentioned that we have an executive book summary and I'll tell you, I was just telling you, I was telling you just before we switched recording that like I wrote the book and then I wrote the book summary. And then like, I was just like, damn, that's good. The book summary is every bit as good as the book. It's just shorter. And it doesn't go into as much detail in certain places, but it's, but the feedback that we've gotten on it has been really good. 
And it, it shows you if you had a hundred percent trust your team to generate better results without you, how to triple your fees. So we actually share that in the, the book summary as well. And we, we also share that, that consulting agency scalability checklist. It's all on one page. You can print it up. It's the exact checklist that we just gave to our clients who all flew in here to Southern Utah for our retreat. So it, it's, it's really valuable. Love it. I love it. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. And of course, put a link to Hands Off CEO, a link to the book. I would go out there and get it. I mean, who doesn't want to triple their fees and your consulting agency? You know, there's so many of most of you listening to this are in some sort of consulting service. And even if you don't hire Mandy, you're going to get a lot of value out of this, but it and unstuck some part of it unstick some part of it. I don't know, how to say it. <laughs> but we get it. Um, but this has been awesome. Mandy, we'll put a link to all that in the show notes. Where are you spending most of your time on social media today? Is it LinkedIn? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Right. Yep. You just yeah, so we'll put a up. link to Mandy's. And actually, do you talk about your LinkedIn marketing strategy in the book? Do I talk about a LinkedIn marketing strategy? No. Okay. We don't talk about that in the book. There's there's plenty of other things to talk about in the book. And I'm sure that there, <laughs> there, are, there are other books that talk more extensively and are better LinkedIn marketing strategists than we are. I can't say that that's, that's not our main area of expertise. No. So I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, I know we've done a few videos on it. She's done, she has a lot of great material. So we'll put a link to all that in the show notes. Well, Mandy, thank you so yeah. much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Ian. It was such a pleasure. It's always fun to talk. I mean, this has been a super valuable show. You know, make sure to reach out to Mandy if you saw her on here and you thought it was valuable. Put it in the comments below. That stuff helps us. Helps us keep going. Helps us deliver more value to you. Ask her some questions. And if obviously, reach out to her. And thank you all for taking Mandy and I on your journey. This has been Ian Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video will make you an authority you know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work. The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the garlic marketing show including special access to several of my courses including my case story course go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the garlic marketing show whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook.